Hello, and welcome back to Fertility Friends podcast about fertility charting for conception. The previous lesson discussed the properties of cervical fluid and its role in fertility and reproduction. So you already know about the many roles of cervical fluid, and you know to consider yourself most fertile when you see watery or egg white-like cervical fluid. This lesson is about how to record and chart your cervical fluid observations. It's not really possible to discuss this without being a bit graphic, so please bear with me there. Cervical fluid is usually observable in the vagina and can be checked at any time with clean hands or with a bathroom tissue. You can check it externally as it exits the vagina or internally right at the cervix. Most people find it easiest to check externally, but if cervical fluid seems scant, you may wish to check internally. Avoid checking your cervical fluid just before or after intercourse, as arousal and seminal fluids will skew your observations. The most convenient way to check your cervical fluid is to make your observations when you go to the bathroom. When you wipe, just notice what, if anything, you find on the bathroom tissue. This will soon become second nature, and you'll find yourself noticing your cervical fluid every time you go to the bathroom. You can also use your clean fingers to check for cervical fluid at any time, and you might also notice some cervical fluid in your underwear. When you check for cervical fluid, you can make some of these observations. Does the vagina feel wet or dry? Is there any fluid on the tissue? What does it look like? What color is it? What consistency is it? How much is there? How does it feel when you touch it? And can you stretch it between your thumb and your index finger? If you have trouble finding cervical fluid, you might consider checking it internally right at your cervix. If you check your cervical fluid by internal observation, only the method for gathering the fluid is different. Otherwise, follow the same steps and observations as for external observation. To collect cervical fluid internally, follow these steps. First, insert two fingers in your vagina until you can feel your cervix. One finger should be on each side of the cervix. Press gently against your cervix. Collect the fluid by moving your fingers to the opening of the cervix. Then, remove your fingers and pull them apart slowly. Now make your observations the same as outlined for external fluid observations. No matter how you observe your cervical fluid, with your fingers, toilet tissue, in your underwear, or internally if necessary, the way to record it will be the same. First, always record your most fertile type of cervical fluid, even if you noticed more than one type of cervical fluid in any given day, or even if it's scant. This is so you won't miss a potentially fertile day, and so that you have a consistent way of keeping track of your cervical fluid from cycle to cycle. In Fertility Friend, you can record your cervical fluid as dry, sticky, creamy, watery, or egg white. Not everyone experiences every type of cervical fluid. Just record the types you do get. You may also have some cervical fluid that doesn't seem to fit perfectly into any category. In this case, record it in the most fertile category that best seems to fit. For example, if you notice in a day that you have cervical fluid that seems to fit somewhere in between creamy and egg white, record it as egg white. Likewise, if you get both creamy and egg white fluid in the same day, record egg white on your chart. 
We'll take a moment to describe the cervical fluid types that you can record. The least fertile category is dry. Record your cervical fluid as dry if you have no cervical fluid present at all, if you notice no cervical fluid in your underwear, and if the outside of your vagina feels dry. You can expect to see dry days both before ovulation and soon after your period, and also after ovulation. Record dry if you're not able to gather or see any cervical fluid, even if your vagina feels slightly moist inside. Sticky cervical fluid is also not considered fertile. Record your cervical fluid as sticky if it's glue-like, gummy, stiff, or crumbly, and if it breaks easily and quickly, and if it's not easily stretched. This cervical fluid may be yellowish or white, but it could also be cloudy. You may or may not see some sticky cervical fluid before and after ovulation. You may see cervical fluid that may best be described as creamy. Record your cervical fluid as creamy if it's like hand lotion, like milk or cream, or like a flower water solution. This fluid may stretch slightly, but not very much, and it may break easily. Cervical fluid that may be described as watery is considered fertile. Enter watery if your cervical fluid is clear and most resembles water. It may be stretchy also. This may be your most fertile cervical fluid, or you may get it before you get egg white cervical fluid, or you may not get this type of fluid at all. Egg white is your most fertile cervical fluid. Record egg white if your cervical fluid looks at all like raw egg white, if it's stretchy and clear, or it may be clear tinged with white. This kind of cervical fluid resembles semen because it has a lot of the same physical properties to allow the sperm to travel and be nourished. Egg white cervical fluid can be stretched between your thumb and your index finger. Spotting and menses are displayed on the same line as cervical fluid on your chart, but they're found in a separate data entry menu. Record spotting when you have any pink or dark red or dark brown spots that leave a small mark on your underwear or panty liner or that you only see when you wipe. If it doesn't require a pad or a tampon, record it as spotting rather than menses. You may see spotting before or after your period around the time of ovulation, or around the time of implantation if you conceive. Do not start a chart until you have red flow. When you record menses, you can record light, normal, and heavy. A new chart is automatically started for you on the first day of your period. That's the first day that you have red blood flow that requires a pad or tampon. This is cycle day one. Certain factors may influence the quality and quantity of cervical fluid that you produce and could thus impact the interpretation of your chart. Some factors may be a result of hormonal influences, while others may be related to lifestyle or medications. If any of these applies to your case, make sure to record it in the notes section of your chart so that you can recognize why a particular observation may seem unusual or different. In most cases, the effects are not great enough to seriously hamper your charting efforts or skew the analysis enough to dramatically alter your results. Nonetheless, some factors may impact your cervical fluid pattern and should be noted when possible. For example, some medications, such as antihistamines and diuretics, 
Some fertility medications, such as Clomid, tranquilizers, antibiotics, expectorants, and some herbs and some vitamins might affect your cervical fluid observations. A vaginal infection or sexually transmitted diseases can also impact your cervical fluid observations. Of course, you should ask your doctor about this if you think it's a possibility. If you have delayed ovulation, you might see multiple patches of cervical fluid, and this could also impact your observations. Not too many people douche these days, as it's not usually recommended, but if you do it, you should know that this can impact your cervical fluid observations. Being overweight might cause increased cervical fluid, as overweight women often have higher estrogen levels. This could impact your cervical fluid observations. Arousal fluid or semen residue can also be mistaken for fertile cervical fluid. And also lubricants, which are not recommended when tried to conceive, can also mask cervical fluid. If you're breastfeeding, this may also impact your cervical fluid. Finally, if you have decreased ovarian function or if you've recently stopped taking birth control pills, this might impact your observations. If you notice anything that concerns you about your cervical fluid, for example, if it has an unpleasant odor or if it's causing you discomfort or itchiness or if you're experiencing any kind of unexpected bleeding or spotting, these are things to mention to your doctor. Thanks for listening to FertilityFriend.com's podcast. Our next lesson will be about how to accurately take and record your basal body temperature.